Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. And welcome to a new episode of The Simpsons Did It. I'm your host, Stephen Skolansky. And I'm your co-host, Robert Skolansky. And this week, why don't we uh, go on a field trip somewhere? I don't know, maybe to our death. I'm not sure yet. Oh, not like a tropical island with monkey no, butlers? With with monkey butlers? Yeah. yeah. I mean, we could we could always hope. I mean, there's always that chance that uh, that we could get some help on this island. Um, someone uh, will save us, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, not quite sure who, but someone might come and save us on our field trip to death. And uh, sure. we might might have enough food to survive. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, these kids, these kids on this trip, though, uh, they're in the Model UN. I don't. I was never in the Model UN. I don't know. Did our like school it... even have a Model UN? No. I'm sure it did. I don't think it did. No. I mean, I who, would so. wanna, who would want to do that, especially second graders? And fourth graders. You know, yeah. does Springfield Elementary even have a third grade? Nope. I <laughs> No third grade. I, I, always, I always find it funny when we see a group of kids that are not in the same grade, normally yeah. don't hang out with each other, always doing shit together. Yeah, it's weird. And the fact that there's no third grade always... <laughs> I always find it kind of funny that we never never hear anything about this third grade. They don't get to participate yeah. in any nope. of the uh any of the fun. God damn it. <laughs> uh so yeah, this week we're doing season nine, episode fourteen, Das Bus. Boos. Which is Bus Boos. <laughs> uh this is a reference to the movie Das Boots, which is a very good submarine movie. Yeah. I think I've seen part of it. I uh I always watched all the other submarine movies. Uh uh Das Boot, I actually did watch all the way through. It was like high school. I don't Jeez. remember why. But it's a good movie. Air date, February fifteenth, nineteen ninety eight. So a couple days after my birthday. Yay. Woo. Look at that. Uh a recap. The bus crashes, straining the kids on a deserted island. Meanwhile, Homer takes on Bill Gates. I just ouch. Kinda. I mean, yeah, maybe, but that was like I love the fact that the B story of this, of this episode is like all of like three minutes. Yeah, it's not not a whole big part of it. It's like yeah, three scenes, maybe four. Yeah, it's so fucking funny. I yeah. just, I just don't, I just don't know. Like he takes on Bill Gates. I don't think his his purpose was even to take on Bill Gates. It was no. just. It just so happened that Bill Gates shows up, and the thing that sucks the most is he didn't even voice himself. Nope. Like, if you're going to have fucking Bill Gates on an episode of The Simpsons, at least get him to voice himself if it's all for ten seconds. Yeah, well, I think he's on a different episode in the future, isn't he, Bill Gates? Maybe. I don't know. So, uh, there's no chalkboard gag this week. 
No. no we're, uh, yeah, because the kids are in the Model UN. Bart, Bart's actually being a good kid this week. Yeah. Our couch gag. The family rushes in as frogs, except for Maggie, who is a tadpole. The living room is full of water, and the couch has been replaced by a lily pad. The TV also sits on a lily pad. Homer <laughs> turns on the TV with his tongue. Yeah, that's pretty good. I mm-hmm. like it. We're on episode uh, 14, and we still got no repeats. I think we reached the era, finally, of no repeat couch gags. Maybe. Maybe. We're over halfway through season uh, nine. Not a repeat. I yep. like it. The animators have finally uh, figured out how to do a, a new couch gag weekly. Mm-hmm. Um, so, episode starts off with Troy McClure as Noah. And, uh, man, we still got some Phil Hartman left in us. Yeah. Just a few more. And he stands on a cliff before the darkened uh, sky. And God's voice calls out to him. Uh, God's like, Noah. Thou shalt build thyself an ark, measuring 300 cubits in length. And then Noah writes on the tablet, he's like, 300 cubits, give or take. And then the sky thunders like, exactly 300. And thou shalt takest two of every creature. Two creatures. And then God's pissed again. He's like, two of every creature. Even stink beetles? <laughs> hey, God. Especially stink beetles. <laughs> oh, I hate stink beetles. They're, they get all over our house in the in the winter. Mm. Just little, little tiny stinky bugs all over our windows. Those bastards think it's so cold outside, they gotta come inside. I don't even know how they get in. I don't even know. Open window. Um, uh, yeah. I don't think we have an open window anywhere, but it's weird. <laughs> um, but the Simpsons are watching Noah's Ark movie. Um, I've never, never seen the Charlton Heston Noah's Ark movie, have you? No. I hear it's really long, though. I mean, they're all pretty long. Yeah. Never saw any of the Bible movies. Uh, surprising. <laughs> I mean, it's... The, uh, the ten, I've seen, I've seen, like, the back half of the Ten Commandments. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Never, never saw them. Uh, but Bar's like, whoa, cool. God is so in your face. <laughs> And I was like, yeah, he's my favorite fictional character. <laughs> oh, that is absolutely fantastic. I love it. Um, the fact that they're watching a Bible movie is still kind of funny. Yeah. Because typically you would think, oh, the Flanders is, is, I'd be watching this. But I don't even know if Flanders would let Rod and Todd watch this version of Noah's Ark. Yeah. Uh, but Marge checks her watch and says it's late and the kids have to go to bed. God, thank God our parents never were like that. Like, what? you can finish this movie later. It's late. Go to bed. No, no, no. She let us finish the movie. That's, but yeah. but Bart, Bart protests because the flood's only knee high. And Bart wants to watch until the midget's drowned. And uh, Lisa cites precedent on why they should stay up late. And she's like, you let us stay up to watch Troy McGlure in such other Bible epics as David versus Super Goliath and Suddenly Last Supper. <laughs> and Bart's like, wait a sight, President Lee's, and they high five. And Marge gives in and says, ah, they could stay up late. Uh, but the next night, everyone has been bed at five o'clock. And I was like, woo! <laughs> I, I, why would you want to go to bed early? I don't know. You miss dinner if you go to bed early. 
especially that early. Um, and so time passes, and the Simpsons are clearly looking tired. And obviously, this is kind of making fun of how long all those old uh, Charlton Heston uh, yeah. movies are. Uh, and Lisa feels bad for some of the badgers that got wet. Um, but badgers are, I think, are badgers water animals? Like, they're not able to live in water, but don't they like no. water? I feel like I badgers don't know. like water. Come on, you're from Wisconsin. Don't you know this? No. No? All right. So Homer tells Lisa to be quiet because it looks like God has something important to say. And God tells Noah to go forth and to remember the key to salvation is... And Kent cuts in before God can finish his sentence. <laughs> now, wasn't it, was it credits? Like when it yeah, tapped over? Yeah, it's split screen. It's split screen and then there were credits on the one half, right? Yeah. Okay, so that's kind of funny because like if you watch movies these days on like FX and T- TBS, and TNT and all these, every time the credits come in, they always split screen and then yeah. start the next movie. But you guys don't, on your stage, you guys don't play movies midday. It's all, like, news and talk shows yeah. and stuff, right? Yeah. Would you, I, is that a normal thing? Like, if there's, like, a movie and then news, you cut off part of the movie and start something uh, else? No, not really. No, you let the credits roll. Like, I mean, I yeah. guess TV shows, though, in general. Because, well, you guys don't do any of the syndicated shows, right? Like, if there's uh, syndicated shows, you guys don't play those or have any... We have, like, one. Okay. And then you guys don't do the halfsy credit thing at the... No. At the end, now you let it roll. And, yeah. uh... Um, Ken says that he's... Now that you've seen the movie, now it's time to meet a real-life Noah. Except this Noah has been accused of killing two of every <laughs> animal. That's coming up next on A.M. Springfield. So, oh, so Kent, okay, Kent does night news and day news? Um, He does all the news? I don't know. I don't, think any, I don't think any reporter would have the stamina to do all the news. No, well, I mean, yes, but it would be a lot. But, like, Kent should have been done at 10 o'clock, 10.30. At like, night? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you guys don't have any a.m. and p.m. that do the same report. Do no. you? No. No. Okay. They're always different. Yeah. I mean, who would want to see the same reporter over and over again anyway? Yeah. Oh, that Kent's pretty fun. You know. Um, so Marge looks at her watch and realizes the movie was super long, and now it's time for the kids to go to school. Is this a 12-hour movie? <laughs> yes, yes. It is a 12-hour movie. Well, good God. I had to split up uh, that Justice League with um. the Snyder Cut. I think it was like four hours and like ten minutes. I could not watch. I could not sit no. down that whole thing. No. And there's a movie me and Shay want to watch that's like three hours and ten minutes. But Shay's like, every time I'm like, hey, you want to watch that movie finally? No. Is it Oppenheimer? I didn't know that movie was that. No. Uh, Nightmare Alley. Never heard of it. It's another uh, Killian Murphy. I think that's the actor's name. Cillian Murphy. Cillian Murphy, yeah, it's another one. I don't know, every time he's in a movie, the movies are, like, hours long. It's like he can't do a short movie. Um, So, Homer calls into work. He's like, uh, can't make it in today, Mr. Smithers. I have smallpox. Well, it wasn't wiped out in my house. Oof. (laughs) Uh, uh, 
Homer's like, kids, you go to school. Daddy's going to stay home. Stay home. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going into work today. That was a lot. Um, so we cut to Springfield Elementary. And we get uh, the Model UN Club. And Nelson represents Japan. Wendell is Mexico. Sherry and Terry are Trinidad and Tobago. Uh, Lisa is France. Part is Libya. Is Libya even part of the UN? I don't they, think so. It might okay. be, though. There's Maybe like 150 were. plus members, so. Yeah. I mean, I don't think the Simpsons would get it that wrong. No. And Millhouse is Poland. Ralph is Canada. Boy, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, Lewis is the U.S. And Martin is Finland. Yeah. Martin's so, pretty uh, neutral on everything. Yeah. So Skinner announces that the trip for the statewide Model UN is the next day, so this is their last chance to bone up. <laughs> bone they will. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, yes, children, they will. <laughs> yeah, the children laugh. Of course, I would have laughed. Bone. Uh, Bert tells Lisa to lighten up because she didn't laugh. She's sitting there. <laughs> She's France. She's serious. Yeah, and Skinner asks Martin to show off the native dance. And Martin dances, and Skinner gives him pointers before telling Martin to sit back down. <laughs> He's like, enough, enough, no more. I didn't know. I didn't know. If, uh, I didn't know uh, Finland had a native dance. I guess Ireland, Ireland has a native dance. I don't know any other and countries that have native dances. Russia, Russia has a native dance. Yes. So Skinner asks Milhouse to talk about Poland's achievements, and Milhouse is like. Uh, I heard Poland sent a rocket to the sun once <laughs> at night. There's also that submarine with screen doors. Do I? I don't know that. I don't know that. Is that a reference to something? I don't remember. I don't think so. That's so weird. Unless he saw it on a movie once. That's boot. I don't know. Oh, did the did, did that submarine have uh screen doors? No. Windows? No. No. That would have been bad. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, pretty so, funny. Oh, so Skinner tells Millhouse no and tells Millhouse he has some serious boning to do. <laughs> Lisa laughs at that and Bart tells Lisa to grow up. Uh, France doesn't know what to laugh at. No. And Bart uh, Skinner asks Bart about Libya's exports. And Bart's like, yes, sir, you American pig. Skinner laughs, says, that's a nice touch. Because uh, apparently, well, I guess Libya hates Americans. Yeah, but okay. Are, were the kids allowed to choose their country or were they assigned their countries? I would assume they were assigned. Okay. I don't know if I would have given Bart Libya then. Yeah. So Bart clears his throat and shuffles uh, some blank paper. <laughs> Like he's prepared something. <laughs> he's like, the exports of Libya are numerous in amount. Uh, Libya exports corn, or as the Indians call it, maize. <laughs> Bart uh... says another famous Indian was Crazy Horse. In conclusion, Libya is a land of contrast. <laughs> uh, uh, Bart... At least a kind of side That's kind of good. Yeah, because uh, clearly he did not study do notes or anything no. for the. Well, why is it? Isn't it UA club like a thing for smart kids? 
Ten B. I don't know. I guess yeah. since we never had UN, I guess I don't. I don't know. I don't think. I don't think you necessarily need to be smart, but willing to do it. Like it's a what did they call? It? They called it an extra extracurricular activity, right? Yeah. So you sign up for those. Like you don't have to do it. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe some. Maybe maybe some of the kids wanted to do it. (laughs) Why would Barb want to do it? I can see Nelson. Maybe it's forced attention. Oh, oh, it's like it's like the smart kids will be. uh, (laughs) They'll be. uh, They'll be given uh, a prize for doing this, and the detentions will be punished by doing UN club. It's like the excavation thing. You'll be your reward for being smart is going on an excavation. Yeah, and their punishment is going on an excavation. Yep. So we see Nelson shoving chopsticks up Wendell's nose. Wendell can't breathe. Skinner asks, uh, and uh, Wendell asks Skinner to stop Nelson. And Skinner's like, uh, uh, I'd like to, but I'm afraid he has diplomatic immunity. <laughs> diplomatic diplomatic immunity. Oh, thanks, Seymour. You're great. <laughs> And Lisa point butts in, and she's like, "Point of uh, order: If we want to learn anything, we must respect." And Bart's like, cuts her off, and he's like, "Point, point of, of order: Lisa stinks." <laughs> uh, and oh, Sherry, Sherry or Terry, oh, we don't know which one because I don't. Wait, wait, uh, wait! They gotta be okay. Look, maybe okay. So in this picture, Terry, one of them has a ponytail. And the other one doesn't. Is that the same in like every episode? Like one of them has a ponytail and one of them doesn't? I don't think so. No, maybe not. Maybe you're right. Maybe they do have like both have long hair in some episodes. I'm trying to remember. Okay, let's put a pin in that. Next time we see Sherry and Terry, let's see if one of them has a ponytail and one of them doesn't. That way, maybe we'll be able to tell them apart, Violet. Yeah, maybe. Well, they're twins, so. Well, they gotta uh, Sher- do something to tell them apart. Eh, no, they don't. <laughs> Patty uh, and Selma, we can tell them apart. I, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, so they tell Bart to leave Lisa alone, and Nelson's like, yeah, you leave her alone. And all the kids start shouting, and Ralph stands up and starts singing, Oh, Canada. Oh, Canada! <laughs> oh, man. oh Canada they don't want to get involved in shit yeah and so Skinner takes his shoe off and begs it on the desk and this is a historical moment when Skinner calls for order by banging his shoe on the table uh, this is like Nikita Khrushchev during his infamous we will bury you speech at the UN <laughs> Yeah, he's like order order do you kids want to be like the real UN or do you just want to <laughs> squabble and waste time? Which is funny because that's what they do. Oh, that's freaking funny. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, so uh, the kids, they're ready, right? They're ready for their trip. No, no, they haven't. Uh, they haven't achieved UN uh, likeness yet. Uh, maybe they have. Okay. So we go out to the bus and we see a banner for the model UN. Uh, order at any cost. <laughs> and it's featuring a dove holding a machine gun. It's <laughs> terrible. Uh, and so, you know, Marge yells goodbye to the kids. So, 
Have the parents just been hanging outside the school this whole time, just waiting for him to go? Probably. Uh, and uh, it's a, it tells them to be nice to the underprivileged countries. <laughs> so, okay, if I'm to be led, okay, led to believe is like every school have their own countries, or is every school gonna have like a United States? And they kind of have to all, like, act accordingly? I don't know. I never did Model UN. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of weird, like, like how that would work as a competition. That'd be very interesting to know. Yeah. Um, so Wiggum tells uh, Ralph, good luck. And Ralph's uh, nose starts bleeding. He's like, it's like, if your nose starts bleeding, it means you've picked it too much. Or not enough. Uh, Ralph and his bloody noses. And uh, so Skinner gets on the bus and tells the kids, Otto's in charge. And Why is Otto the only adult going? Yeah, would there be like chaperones and Skinner? Yes. (laughs) I... uh, I'm assuming a school representative, maybe not the principal, because the principal has to do other stuff, but what another adult be go yes i just that seems random and uh skinner tells otto to remember that he's entrusting them with their greatest natural resource the school bus not the kids for the future correct and so uh we're we're back at the simpson house kids are off kids are off doing their thing homer's back at the house and he checks the mail he gets water bill third notice jury duty third notice Mortgage bill. Ooh, second notice. And then drops it in the sewer. I mean, that's a good way to put off paying your bills, right? Wait for yeah. the wait for the third notice. Yeah. Cause I well, at least my my in my city, your water bill um will uh give you uh, uh penalties for not paying. No, uh, so I just auto pay. Yeah, I do well, do I auto pay? No, I don't auto pay that one. I don't know why I don't auto pay that one. So I think it's like one of the only ones I don't auto pay. Mm-hmm. Kind of weird. I don't know. Maybe I like seeing the bill every month just to see what it's going to be and be like, God damn it. That's too high. Yeah. Um, but the jury, I don't think the jury, jury duty sends you notices, right? Well, they, they send said, you a notice. Well, here they send you a notice and you're supposed to call in every day. Yeah. Cause I remember dad had jury duty. I remember. Did Dad tell you about that? That he had jury duty when he was when he came up to visit me. No. Yeah, and so basically he called he called in, and if he were to have jury duty, he could be like, "Oh, I was I'm on vacation," and I don't know if that's an actual excuse. I don't. Yeah. Yeah, I, I've never had jury duty, so I don't know. Have you ever mm-hmm. had jury duty? I've had a call in, but I never had a go in. Oh, that's good. I wouldn't trust you on a jury either. Not how it works. Oh, it's not? No. Oh, I thought the, the people get to pick the jurors. Well, they like do, but the I never shows. got to that stage. Yeah. So, uh, oh, so uh, Ned, Ned's next door, and he's going through his mail, and uh Oh, uh, he's or sorry, Homer's going through the mail and he gets a, a mail letter for Flandcrest Enterprises. And Flanders like, oops, 
that's for me. Flancrest Enterprises is my home business. I was like, you liar. You don't have a home business. Why would you make up a lie like that? He's like, no, it's true. Mon and I sell religious uh, hook rugs over the internet. Internet, eh? And I was like, yes, indeedy. Making some good scratch, too. Scratch, eh? Yep. Mod, eh? <laughs> <laughs> I... I do that every once in a while. The the A thing. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Because it's kind of funny. But, uh, yeah, business over the internet. I mean, I guess the Leftorium's not... Do- well, I guess they could always have a side hustle. A lot of yeah. people have some side hustles. But the internet in 98, man. Oof. That, uh, I don't know many... I guess I don't know too many online businesses back then. No. I don't even think our parent, like our dad, like our grandpa's business, they didn't do anything online, did they? I don't even think they no. did. And uh, so Homer uh, puts some, he goes back inside. He's like, hmm, what could I do? So he puts some flowers, a typewriter, <laughs> uh, a phone, and uh, Newton's cradle on the dining room table. Because he's going to start his own business with a typewriter. Yeah. Because typewriters are how you get on the internet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Marge asks over what he's doing, and Homer's like, no time to answer that question, Marge. Uh, too busy setting up my home office for my new business enterprise. Thus answering Marge's question. Yes. Um, so Marge asks, what business enterprise? It was like, And Homer asks her if uh, she's heard of a little thing called the internet. Marge is like, internet, eh? And Homer explains uh, everyone is making money off the internet except them. Um, uh, they have fallen behind. Way behind. And Homer's like, is that my good butter? And Homer pulls a pencil out of the butter. It's like, can't, talk, can't, can't discuss that now, Marge. I have to write another delicious memo. And he licks the pencil. Memo. <laughs> uh Homer needs a pencil holder. Yeah. Um, oh, he does. He's got butter. Oh, butter's a pencil. I did. I did not know that. I'm gonna have to put that on my desk at work. There see you how go. many people. See how many people uh, look at me weird. Um, actually, that I'm surprised. That's that. That should be a Simpson like like. Uh, they should do like a desk series of Simpsons products. Oh. And. The but the pencil butter holder could be one of them. There you go. All right, I think I got our uh, enterprise for the internet. Okay, I'm gonna open up a store. We're gonna make tons of money selling butter pencil holders. We'll call it Flancrest Enterprises. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so now we come back to the bus and we hear the song "99 Bottles of Beer on the Wall," and. Uh, we see that it's coming from Otto's cassette player. Not, you know, the kids on the bus. Yes. And he's like, man, this song is driving me crazy. And then Otto fast forwards to old McDonald. And then he pulls the tape out and he doesn't know why he bought the stupid thing. It's called Songs to Enrage the Bus Driver. <laughs> <laughs> and he throws it out the window. Now, yeah. Now, I remember, did, I, did you guys do it in elementary school where he had that, uh, I don't know if it was considered a camping trip, but you went to that like 
farm thing with horse riding and leather making and it had like the water slide thing. It was on no? the lake. You guys didn't do that? No. Can't remember what grade it was. But I think it was fifth grade. But I remember my no. dad our our dad and Ben's dad were actually chaperones on it. Oh. And uh kinda kinda cool having because I, I I don't know why mom didn't do it. I think she was more outdoorsy than dad ever was. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you didn't like fifth grade, she had to take care of me. I guess someone had to take care of you. And I guess dad, I guess what's the lesser of two evils? <laughs> dad taking care of you or mom taking care of you? Yeah. Fair. <laughs> it's a loose, loose situation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, and, uh, but yeah, I remember singing 99 bottles of beer on the wall on that bus ride. Hmm. Nice. I don't know if it enraged our bus driver or not, though. <laughs> um, so, uh, so Nelson goes into the cooler, which apparently is back by, in the back of the bus by the cool kids, mm-hmm. and pulls out an orange and tells Bart, I'll race ya! And then Bart pulls out an apple and says, first of the front, first fruit to the front of the bus gets Martin's lunch money. And Barton's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and Barton and Nelson roll their fruits. And I I love the fact, I mean, the overhead shot of this is kind of cool because you can actually yeah. see that they weren't idiots and rolled the fruit particularly slowly. You yeah. know what I mean? They, they yeah. It wasn't like, oh, let's just chuck these things. But there's like, uh, Nelson's like, go orange. Bart's like, go apple. And Ralph's like, go banana. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently Ralph wanted to play too. Yes. With uh, a banana. With a banana. And then Millhouse pulls out a grapefruit and says, make way for grapefruit. Go grapefruit. And like chucks the grapefruit up the bus and yep. it goes underneath the brake pedal. Uh oh. So they pass a slow uh, a sign that says "slow bridge ahead" or slow. slow. It's a slow they, bridge. They didn't put a comma. <laughs> the bridge is slow. Yeah, slow <laughs> bridge ahead. Uh, they got tries- this all. They got this all wrong. Yeah. <laughs> so Otto tries to slow down, but the grapefruit you know won't let him because it's underneath his brake pad pedal. And so he hits the pedal hard enough to break the grapefruit and squirt juice into his eyes. Otto's like, it burns. I can't see, man. Yeah, that would burn. Yeah, dude. I, I've gotten citrus in the eye before. And it is not fun. I remember, I well, we, I mean, we ate grapefruit. Did you ever eat the grapefruit as a kid? Were you a grapefruit kid? Yeah, I was a grapefruit kid. Okay. Because dad, dad monstrously ate grapefruit. Yeah. Like, mom had to have that stuff stockpiled in the house. Yeah. So uh, Otto starts swerving around. He's like, kids, stay calm because you got to be my eyes. <laughs> uh, <sighs> and so Otto, you know, ends up driving the bus off the ridge. He's like, okay, kids, which way should I turn? <laughs> uh, Sorry, down. Otto. The bus is a, uh... you know, that is a funny thing. I don't, I, I, you know, the way bridges are built, and we see this in movies all the time, where buses yeah. tend to go over the side of bridges. Yeah. Are bridges not built right in real life that a 
bus hitting the side of a bridge, it would actually go over? Or should, the, or should the cement, you know, actually stop a bus? I don't know. No, I, I don't know. I don't always, so. I always wondered that because I'm like, God, I mean, your car hits it. It's, it's smashed to bits. Yeah. I mean, maybe a bus could break concrete. I, I don't know. And so the bus falls into the water below and stay, you know, and then it goes below the water for a few seconds and then pops back up. And kids are screaming for obvious reasons. Wendell looks like he's ready to throw up. Yeah. And Ralph cheers on his banana. Go banana! <laughs> so, so one, one, one thing first. So the bus plunge off the overpass was actually inspired by the climax of the 1994 film True Lies. Oh, okay. And, you know, and although some animators remarked a similar scene happened in the 1989 James Bond film Licensed to Kill where a corrupt cop helps to free the Bond villain from custody. Okay. Nice. Uh, so, Otto tells the kids to hang tight. He's going to go swim for help. And Otto opens a window and starts swimming, only to be taken in the other direction by the current. He's like, Zeppelin rules! <laughs> Bye, Otto! Yeah. So Bart says he guesses this is the end of Wendell, but uh, he's not talking to Wendell. He's talking to Lewis. And Lewis points to the real Wendell. He's like, that's Wendell. Where it's like, eh, whatever. Just tell Wendell I say bye. Okay, so Wendell and Lewis, second grade with Lisa? Or are they in Bart's class? I thought they were in Bart's class. Okay. Uh, I was going to say, that would make sense if you didn't know him. Yeah. So, okay. so uh, the current pushes the bus up against a rock, which causes a hole to be torn in the bus, and the kids get sucked out of the bus by the current. And so they're all kind of, you know, sitting there, and Millhouse yells for help, and he's like, I'm getting swimmers here. And Bart, <laughs> you know, grabs Millhouse, and they all turn to watch the bus sink into the water as the backup <laughs> sound beeps. <laughs> Uh, I don't know if I guess well, it could have been funny not to have it. I don't know. It seemed like a weird yeah. touch to that one. Yeah. And the kids end up stranded on an island. And so this kind of starts the references to the book Lord of the Flies. Yep. Um, and they all start to argue. And uh, Sherry's like, this is all Lisa's fault. She started the stupid UN club. He's like, hey, we're in second in the motion. It's entirely his fault. Nelson's like, people, people, let's not blame each other. We all know this is Milhouse's fault. I mean, true. They wouldn't be in this mess if Milhouse didn't uh, be an idiot and uh, throw the grapefruit. Yeah, stupid Milhouse. Sherry yells at Milhouse and says Milhouse's stupid grapefruit almost got them killed. Yep. Uh, And the kids argue until Bart blows into a conch shell and he's like, What's everyone's problem? I'm glad we're stranded. It'll be just like the Swiss family Robinson. Only with more <laughs> cursing. We're going to live like kings. Damn hell ass kings. <laughs> uh, that's fantastic. Yeah. So Bart imagines a tropical paradise with a monkey butler. And so like, he's like imagining it. Well, there's like a, water slides, uh, rope. Car. Ele- What's that? A car. There was a car? 
Yeah, Sherry and Terry were driving around in a little cart. Oh, cart. Right, on the train, like the train. It yeah. almost, you know what's funny? What year did Hook come out? Because that, that's what I was thinking. Like, the, the thing Bart was imagining, 1991 was when Hook came out. That, you know, it's funny. Like, the, the Lost Boys, like, their world. Yeah. It looked a lot like that. I wonder if they got it. I wonder if the writers got inspiration from that. Because it looked really, really similar. I don't know. Um, And so, we cut back to Bart. Who's saying how every night the monkey butlers will regale them with jungle stories? And <laughs> you know Elson's how to like, talk now? <laughs> yes. And Elson's like, how many monkey butlers will there be? Or it's like, one at first, but he'll have to train the others. And uh, let's get to work. Me and Nelson will build the treehouse. Martin, drop plans for a coconut radio. And if possible, a coconut Nintendo system. <laughs> nice. <laughs> And he's like, what about the rest of us? Or it's like, you guys gather food for the big feast tonight. And maybe a little wine for the older kids. Nelson's like, delicious wine? Exactly. I mean, takes a little bit more than that to make wine, but, uh... Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's possible. So now we cut back to Homer, looking for names for his internet company. It's like, oh, all the good names are taken. He's reading them from Wired Magazine. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, coming up with names is hard, man. Yeah. I mean, I've done, this is my third podcast now. Yeah. And coming up with names is, especially you don't want something that's taken, you don't want something boring. Yeah. You just, you just want something that will grab people's attention. And, yeah. uh, yeah, Homer's, Homer's having a difficult time. He's like, Homer says, I've got it. Plan Crest Enterprise looks in the book. Oh, it's already taken. Yeah, that's where you got the idea, Homer. <laughs> Why yeah. would Flanders' company be in Wired Magazine? I don't know. That's, so, that's the question you should be asking. Yeah. Yeah. So Marge's like, what exactly is your uh, is it your company does again? Homer's like, oh, this industry moves so fast, it's really hard to tell. That's why I need a name that's cutting edge like Cutco or Edgecom. Inner Slice. Come on, Marge. You're good at these. Help me out. Marge's like, how about <laughs> Compu Global Hyper Meganet? I was like, fine. It's not important. <laughs> uh, Marge finally had a good. So, is Homer trying to be an internet service provider? I, maybe. <laughs> Is that what he's going for here? I don't, yeah. Uh, so Homer says what really matters is his title. I'm going to make myself vice president. No, wait. Junior vice president. <laughs> Would he just be president? He's the only yes. employee. Correct. Or CEO. All of it. All of it. You know what's funny, though? I was kind of thinking the other day. I'm like, man, if I started my own business, would I really want to be like the head 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 guy yeah like i like want to hire someone to be the head guy and that way i can just help make decisions but not actually make the final decision yeah because i like coming up with ideas and making ideas a reality i just don't want to be in charge of i want to blame someone else if it fails yeah 
And we all know Homer doesn't like a lot of work. Uh, so then the phone rings. There's actually a phone at Homer's desk now. There was one. He put one oh, there. Oh, I didn't know there was a landline that went that far. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, Homer answers the phone and uh, with uh, the name Marge gave it. He's like, huh, Compu Global Michael. Uh, what is it? Hyper Global Hyper Me- Meganet. And uh, Junior Vice President uh, Homer Simpson talking. How would I? How could I direct your call? <laughs> He's the only employee. Uh, and Homer hands the phone to Marge because it's Patty. Yeah. Uh, so uh, we're back at the island, and Bart flows into the shell and asks Food Patrol how it's going because they're starving, and asks uh, to see what they got. And Lisa pulls out a couple of berries, and it's like they're oozing, and uh, they look poisonous. Yeah. And Bart's like. What happened to the lobsters, the mangoes, and the chewy, chewy cocoa beans? <laughs> and Lisa's like, yeah, um, they're all squishy. They look pretty poisonous. <laughs> and uh, looks like Ralph ate some of the, the purple berries. And he starts groaning. And Bart's like, how the how are the berries? Like, they taste like burning. God, I used to use that one all the time. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Oh, poor Ralph. Yeah. He's, a pretty, he's a pretty good test subject, though. If you want to test anything on someone, give it to Ralph. Because the tar fumes make him dizzy. Yeah. Boy, dude takes a lot of punishment, doesn't he? Yeah. Uh, so Bart's like, Food Patrol blew it. Millhouse is like, yeah, well, your treehouse looks crummy. Really crummy. And they look at the treehouse as just a bunch of sticks and branches and piled onto a tree. Yeah. They're not, they're, it's not saving it. It's not, it's, it's not going to save anyone. And, uh, you know, Bart tells Millhouse, well, when monsoon season comes, you'll be glad it's there. And then the sticks fall out of the tree. <laughs> they didn't have any rope. How are they supposed to tie it together? Yeah. I mean, come on. Although in Boy Scouts, we made a, we didn't make a tree house. Cause that would have been way too hard, but we did make a pretty good shelter. Because it was like survival week for Boy Scout camp, and we had to make like shelter and be on our own and without tents and stuff. And we made a pretty good shelter, and it actually rained that night, so it was very yeah. helpful. Gotcha. And uh, Bart's sad that there's no food, no shelter, no monkey butlers, and I don't know where the hell are where the hell are they anyway? What island are they on? I don't know. I mean, is it an island in the middle of Lake Springfield, or are they just somewhere else now? I don't know. Uh, Bart's like, says the island is a death hole. Yep. And Bart says they should have swum for it like Otto. <laughs> uh, I don't think they would have made it either way. No. Uh, but then Otto is shown swimming, and he starts getting tired, and he thinks he's done for. But at least they have a beautiful course. And he starts to go under. Yeah. Bye, Otto. But then, he's pulled up by a fishing vessel. And thinks, uh, thanks the good dude that he saved. And they can go back for the kids, too. If he can find them. And if he could speak the language. That, too. Because they must be in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. He must have yep. gotten out pretty far. Yep. And the fisherman speaks Cantonese. And asks uh, if they need another slave laborer in the can- uh, cannery. And another <laughs> fisherman says, hey, you can never have too many slave laborers. 
Yeah, so the fishermen were voiced by Asian voice actors. Originally, the producers wanted the lines to be done in Mandarin. However, the voice actors convinced the Simpsons producers that Cantonese would be a better fit, as that language is spoken more often by Chinese fishermen. Oh, that's good. Cool. I did yeah. not know that. But if they were off the coast of the United States, would it have been just American fishermen? I guess they're in the Pacific I, somewhere. I boy, I'm <laughs> floating pretty damn far away. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of weird. Um, and Otto thinks I'm gonna like this boat. <laughs> and uh, so now we're back on the island, and the kids are sitting there when Millos comes running in, yelling, uh, "There's a monster!" A monster! Run for your lives! And, you know, Bart climbs a tree, Sherry and Terry hide behind a rock. Ralph just sits there. Covers his eyes. Covers his eyes, yeah. Yeah. He's invisible now. You cover your eyes, yes. you're invisible. And so then nothing happens, and Nelson tells Bell, there's no monster. You're a scaredy kid. Scaredy. And Nelson mocks Millhouse for getting scared. Scaredy got scared. Mm-hmm. And Millos tells Nelson, yeah, you'd be scared, too, if you saw a monster. And Nelson's like, nuh-uh. And I was like, yeah-huh. And I was like, unlikely. And I was like, likely? Boy, these definitely, uh, definitely 10-year-olds. Yeah. And Lisa tells him to knock it off because they need to light a fire. And I was like, no problem. We can use Scaredy's glasses. And Nelson takes uh, Millhouse's glasses, starts uh, using the rock on metal. Boy, Millhouse must have thick-ass glasses for this to work. Yeah. And uh, basically, he causes sparks, and then uh, it starts a fire. Boy, Nelson, you know, for how dumb Nelson could be, I mean, he's fairly smart. Was he the, the junior, what was it called, the junior no. achievers? Was he like the old, the Boy Scout thing? I don't think so, but maybe... Was he in that? No? I'm trying to remember. It's a long, a long time ago since that episode. Yep. Uh, but either way, he knows how to start a fire. That's yep. pretty cool. So then Nelson gives back Millhouse's glasses, and he's like, good as new. It's like, who said that? What's good as new? Yeah. I mean, he'd be able to see out of at least one of his glasses, right? He only... Yeah. Nelson only used one half. Yeah. And uh, so now it's nighttime. The kids sit around the fire. And then one of the twins, this is, I, God, I've seen a meme like this lately. Like, I'm so hungry I can eat at wherever, like a really yeah. shitty fast food place. It's like, I'm so hungry I can eat at Arby's. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Uh, uh, the rest of the kids are all shocked. Like, oh, my God. She must be hungry. Now. That aside, I recently had that Good Burger 2 meal. Oh, yeah, I had at that. At Arby's. Have you had that yet? Yeah. Dude, fucking good. Yeah? Like, for something that's produced by Arby's, that burger and the shake and the foot, that was actually really good. Yeah. So don't eat the roast beef. Just No. Maybe they, maybe they should change their whole brand. Let's no, they have in. the meats. All the meats? Yeah. Well, I pers- I mean, I'm sure it's going to go away. But, man, I think they should keep that bur- Good Burger thing around. Yeah. Just make that a permanent staple. 
I think they should. I'm actually very yeah. surprised there wasn't a Good Burger pop-up restaurant. I mean, there might have been at one point. Yeah, that'd be really cool. I like pop-up restaurants. They should do those more often. They probably cost mm-hmm. way too much money to actually to be profitable. Maybe not. Um, and so then we heard hear a growling. And uh, Mel's like, it's the monster. And Bart's like, no, it's not. It's my tummy. And Elsie glares at him and is like, I mean, stomach, gut, crap factory. And I was like, all right. <laughs> Good save, Tommy. Yeah. <laughs> and that was like a gut reaction. Like, yeah. Like, it's funny. Like, that's how kids talk. It's really good. I, I, I actually like that a lot. Yeah, it's pretty good. So, Lisa remembers they had a cooler on the bus full of snacks. And Bart remembers it, too, and says he knows how, how he can get it. Grabs Millhouse's inhaler, which Millhouse <laughs> needs to live. He's like, I need that to live. You know, is this the first time we've seen Millhouse with an inhaler? I think so. Uh, then he doesn't need it to live that much. Yeah. So we we see the bus underwater and we get, there's an octopus and a hammerhead shark. Of the bus. Because they got to go to school. Get it? School of fish. School. No, I thought it was like I like how when Bart swims by it, he sees like all the like the creatures currently living at this right here, right here. Those are all saltwater fish. Okay, they are clearly in an ocean. Yes, yes, they <laughs> like, are. Like that seals the deal right there. That seal. Um, I mean, that's <laughs> not really a fish, but uh, so Bart swims to the cooler, gets scared by a puffer fish, who then shrinks. Bart Which laughs is at it. Like, well, it's supposed to be the opposite. Puffer's fish is supposed to blow up when they're scared. Yeah. And starts swimming away, and the puffer fish bites Bart on the butt. Rips off a piece of his shorts. Yep. So the puffer fish, you could say, ate his shorts. He did. Good call. Uh, Didn't yeah. even think about that. <laughs> Eat my shorts. Okay. So Bart drags the cooler back on the land and asks if anybody there likes food. And in the cooler, we get Chippo's and Ah Funch Fudge Chocolate Bar. Also, a bag of Doritos. So, you know, the kids start digging into all the food because they're yep. hungry. <laughs> I would be shit. They haven't eaten all day. Yeah. So Lisa yells at them to stop because they might need to live on the food for a long time. <laughs> yeah. It's not wrong. And says, uh, no more until the next day. And she takes all the food and puts it back in the cooler. Millhouse like, I'm I'm hungry now. And the rest of the kids agree. And Nelson asks, who put the Duchess of Dork in charge? <laughs> well, she is France. Yeah. And so Lisa says, no one, but if they're going to survive, they need rules and order. Lisa says, not to forget what they learned in the UN club. And Martin starts <laughs> dancing. He's like, not now. <laughs> well, she and did say, what did we learn? Use what we learned in the UN club. And Mark I think the dancing UN. is going to help. <laughs> uh, yeah. And so uh, the kids wake up the next morning. At least, like, who wants rations? And Nelson's like, I'm so hungry I could puke. Have <laughs> well, I've ever been that hungry? No. Uh-huh. And so the kids open the cooler to find all the food is gone. Somebody got to the food. Who was it? Uh, well... The kids, they kids also want to know, and they see Millhouse lying on the ground. 
surrounded by empty food bags and wrappers. And Milhouse wakes up to see the kid staring at him. He's like, is it time to eat? And Nelson pokes uh, Nelson pokes Milhouse in the stomach with a stick and is like, it looks like you already ate Milhouse. Yeah. He pokes his stomach's a little full. And Milhouse is confused. And Lewis says, Milhouse ate all their food. And the twins sarcastically like, thanks, Milhouse. And uh, they say they're all going to die because of him. Yeah, well, Milhouse keeps effing up. No, he does. And Milhouse swears he didn't do it and burps. And Nelson sniffs Milhouse burps and he goes, that's nacho cheese. And so the kids <laughs> like kind of surround him a little bit more. Yep. Oh, Milhouse. And so Milhouse says they wouldn't dare hurt him because I have the glasses. And Nelson takes Milhouse's glasses like, yoink. God damn it. Why? How? We should keep a yoink counter. <laughs> How many episodes in a row they use the word yoink? Uh, only a couple. <laughs> and uh, so Milhouse says, uh, now that Nelson has everything he needs, uh, I'll just get out of your hair. And he starts to back away, only for Nelson to end up behind Milhouse, <laughs> like a Looney Tunes cartoon. Yeah, that's great. Um, and Nelson's like, not so fast, two eyes. Uh, <laughs> the kids, uh, t- and he tells the kids they should slice up Milhouse and get their food back. Don't Kill Milhouse in the process. That works. And yep. Let's eat Milhouse. Yep. The joy of cooking Milhouse. Yep. They have that cookbook on the island, I think. Um, so Lisa yells, wait, because they aren't savages. They live in a law, live in a society of law. And Milhouse has a right to a fair trial. And the kids are now disappointed. And Milhouse is like, society blows. <laughs> uh, no. Yeah. Nelson, Nelson would think society blows. Yeah. So now we uh, come to the comic book guy, uh, his shop. And he's trying to download a picture of Captain Janeway in lingerie. It's like, Lace, the final brassiere. <laughs> and because it's the 90s and AOL internet is slow, the picture is taking forever, forever to download. You know, kids these days will never understand how bad it was waiting for nudity on the internet. No, no, they won't. Never. Ever. It's at their fingertips and it's fast. <laughs> yeah. And uh, the comic book says, says uh, his high speed uh, modem is entirely slow. God, I love you know this whole bit right here is just hilarious because I have to yeah. deal with this crap on a day to day basis sometimes with people yeah. on their internet. And then an ad for the Internet King pops up with a picture of Homer in a crown. So Homer finally figured out how to get an internet web page and put ads on the internet using a typewriter. Using a typewriter. Boy, Homer is a genius. I apparently I don't even know how he was able capable of even doing this. I don't know. And so the combo guy is intrigued and wonders if he could provide faster nudity. <laughs> <laughs> so the comic book guy goes over to the Simpson house and uh he's like Homer's like, Welcome to the internet, my friend. How can I help you? <laughs> Yeah, Kyle Guy's like, I'm interested in upgrading my 100 and 
28.8 kilobaud internet connection to a 1.5 megabit fiber optic T1 line. Will you be able to help? Uh, will you be able to provide an IP router that's capable of, with my token ring Ethernet LAN configuration? And uh, Homer stares Brady blankly. He's like, "Can I have some money now?" <laughs> now, now, basically everything comic book guys said is uh, crap. Yes, uh, a kilobaud is not an internet connection speed. Megabit fiber optic T1 now. I know the T1 line, I think, is a real thing. Yeah. But fiber optic does not exist. Yes, it does. Well, now it does. Sorry. Back then in the 90s, fiber optic internet does not did not exist. Fiber optic yeah. internet did exist to like, had it been like five years ago, at least in Minnesota. In the state of yeah. Minnesota, we got it about five years ago, I think. Okay. I think that's about right. So, uh, Simpsons predicted the future. A little bit of fiber op- fiber optic internet. Oh, and, maybe. Uh, but I like how like so. I don't know if this is like a reference to like the Lord of the Rings, but capable oh, yeah. like with my token ring Ethernet LAN configure, like the token ring, like the yeah, I know one I ring. I, I don't know. But uh, but yeah, Hollywood guy spoke complete gibberish, which is why Homer's like, I, I have no clue what you're saying. Can I have, yeah. can I have some money now? You clearly don't know anything about the internet either. Nope. Um, so back at the island, the kids hold a trial for Millhouse. And Millhouse is in a cage. And Millhouse wants to know if the cage is absolutely necessary. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the food's gone. I don't know what Millhouse is going to run yeah. off to. Um, and Bart's like, no talking in the cage. <laughs> so uh, Bart is the judge. Um, and says, court is in session. And asks everyone to rise. Everyone rise. All the kids stand up. Ha! <laughs> Made you rise. <laughs> uh, so we see Lisa is uh, the defense lawyer for Millhouse. Because Lisa likes Millhouse. Yeah. And uh, she really doesn't. But Millhouse likes Lisa. And, uh... uh sorry, I lost my place. Um, and uh, she calls uh, her only, first and only witness... Millhouse Van Houten. And the kids are shocked. Yeah. Uh, and Millhouse picks up the cage and walks over to Lisa. That was so, great. So clearly he could get out at any time. Yeah. And uh, Lisa asks Millhouse if he stole the food. And Millhouse denies stealing the food. And Lisa asks if anyone else could have taken it. And, Mil- and Millhouse says to Lisa, uh, you could have. And Lisa reminds Millhouse, I'm defending you. I didn't take the food. Millhouse apologizes. Well, it was either Lisa or the monster. <laughs> and Nelson just doesn't believe there's a monster. And Bart reminds Millhouse they're not here to debate the existence of monsters. And the kids are like, oh, that's too bad. Yeah. And uh, Lisa has one more question. And she asks the kids if they actually saw Millhouse eat any of the food. And the kids just look at each other and Lisa rests her case. Yeah. I mean, if no one else saw it, can't prove it was Millhouse. I mean, yeah. she could she could be a good lawyer. Maybe Lisa should be the family lawyer and not Lionel Hutz. Yes. Although Lionel Hutz is no longer the family attorney, so doesn't yes. doesn't Gil become the family attorney at one point? <laughs> at one point, <laughs> I don't know who's worse. Um, and Gil Bart calls 
Because Lionel Hutz never lost him a case. Sure. Yeah. So Bart calls up uh, calls up the prosecutor, who is Nelson. <laughs> so we see Nelson pays for a few seconds, and then starts punching Milos in the stomach a couple of times. You're a liar. Stop being a liar, liar. And Lisa like objects to uh, Nelson. Uh, he's like, he's not asking any questions. And Bart's like, I'm going to allow this. God, that line reminded me so much of uh, of uh, Futurama. You know, nor I'm going to allow this. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, Nelson continues to punch Millhouse, and eventually Nelson's like, "I rest my case." And Bart says, after careful deliberation, it's my opinion that Millhouse probably ate the food, but since there is no proof, I must find him not guilty. So at least so, Bart, Bart did the right thing. Apparently they don't live in a democracy. Where the jury actually uh, yeah. does it. I, yeah. I don't know. Was there a jury or were the kids just... I thought the kids were the jury. Maybe not. No, Bart, Bart was the one that found him not guilty. No, I know that, but I thought the kids were the jury. They are supposed to be. No? I don't, or they are just in know. the crowd. I don't know. Uh, Milo celebrates by throwing the cage off of... <laughs> you know, okay... Back, I want to back up for like 10 seconds here. They built this cage, correct? Yeah. So they had rope and, or Lee or something. They made this cage. Yes. How could they have not made the treehouse then? I don't know. I, they clearly had the wherewithal of making something. They could have literally made a house out of the same way they made the <laughs> treehouse or the, the cage. Yeah. Unbelievable. And uh, so Martin's convinced that Milhouse ate the food. He's like, yeah. he bought, he ate our food! <laughs> but not all of it. Yeah. Oh. Um, Lisa says, the law has spoken. And Lisa Nelson's like, sucks to the law and throws a rock at Milhouse <laughs> and hits Milhouse. <laughs> and... Milos is taking some beating here, too. Yeah, and the other kids are picking up rocks, and Lisa runs in front of Milhouse and tells the kids to leave him alone. And she's like, Bart, back me up. Bart's like, I don't know. He's like, honestly, the verdict made me kind of pretty angry. <laughs> he did the right thing. That's yeah. funny. He did the right thing, but he's he can still be angry at the verdict. He's like, you know what? I, yeah. gave the, I gave the right verdict, but I really don't like the verdict. Yeah, so Nelson tells Lisa that Bart is with them and calls Lisa Law Girl and tells <laughs> her to step aside and tries to push her. And Bart tells Nelson to leave his sister alone. And Nelson's like, Bart is one of them. And so uh, they start chanting before hunting Bart. Lisa and Milhouse are like, kill the dorks, bash their butts. Kicks the, kick their shins. <laughs> she is. Uh, and so Lisa chants, run away really fast. <laughs> uh, uh, and Lisa, Bart, Millhouse run away. Reason. Yeah, no. They don't want to yep. die. Nope. And so Nelson covers his face in mud like war paint. He's like, the hunt is on. Yep. And so we see Homer reading a book, Internet for Dummies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's like, oh, they have the internet on computers now. 
So how did he get an ad on a comic book guy's computer? I don't know. How's it even possible? He didn't even know the <laughs> internet existed on computers. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't know. <laughs> Is it breaking your brain? Yes. Um. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Marge, Marge comes in and she's like, Bill Gates is here. And Homer's like, Bill Gates? Billionaire computer nerd Bill Gates? And Homer's like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Marge, you have to leave. I don't want, I don't want, I don't want it to look like a two-bit operation. <laughs> but it is a two-bit operation. And, and Marge's like, Arr. And Bill Gates walks in and Homer says, he doesn't look so rich. Gates is like, eh, don't let the haircut fool you. I'm exceedingly wealthy. Yeah. And Homer tells Marge, get a load of bull job haircut. <laughs> Not really a bull job, though. Well, that's a bull cut. Kinda. And Bill Gates says Homer's internet ad was brought to his attention, and he cannot figure out what Homer's company does. Well, so, I, I want Bill Gates should figure out how the hell Homer even got that ad onto a computer. Right? And so Gates like, yeah, rather risk competing with you. I'm just going to buy out your business. And Homer's like, March, this is it. This is what I've poured my heart and soul into for this <laughs> business. No, it's going to pay off. We're going to be rich. Richer than astronauts. I don't know how rich astronauts are. I don't think they're very rich. Yeah. Um, this line didn't really age well, but, uh, Marge tells Homer to be quiet or he will queer the deal. Yeah. It's kind of a I, weird one. Yeah. Especially in 98, 98, that one's kind of weird. Yeah. And so Homer, he's like, I reluctantly accept your proposal. Bill's like, everyone always does. <laughs> uh, how many companies did Bill Gates buy out? I don't know. Well, let me find out. Wow, there there's a website for a uh, complete list of Bill Gates companies. Jesus. Yeah, dude, it looks like it's got to be about 20 to 25. Okay. Jesus. Guy owns a lot. No wonder he's a billionaire. All right. Uh, so Gates tells his uh, nerd thugs, <laughs> buy him out, boys. Yeah, they just destroy Homer's office. Yeah. Even though it didn't do anything. Yeah. Still destroyed it. And Homer asks, what's going on? Well, he didn't think I got rich by writing a lot of checks. (laughs) 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 Uh, True. Um, But uh, back on the island, um, the kids have uh, war paint all over their face. And they have a war cry. And Ralph, I like him. He uh, painted his face to look like uh, uh, crap. Peter Chris. It? Peter Chris from Kiss. He looks like a kitty. Yeah. And they're like, doesn't he go meow? Yes. Like meow. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. And so Bart, Lisa, and Millhouse are uh, running. Uh, are still running. Millhouse uh, gets to a uh, like a gap. Yeah. Um, and no, he gets uh, too tired oh, to go on. Sorry, yeah, he gets too tired to go on, and he's like, "Oh, you guys go ahead without me and carry me with you." <laughs> and Bart, Lisa grumble. Yeah. And so Lisa and Bart carry Mel- Melos, but they have to stop when they get to a cliff, 
and uh, Bart sees a vine, and Millhouse swings across first. And this is a uh, movie moment uh, to Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark, yeah. which I thought was kind of cool. I was like, that's yeah. pretty cool. It's where Sapito or Sapio, how you pronounce the name, does the same thing to Indiana Jones, where uh, he swings across but leaves the uh, uh, vine on the other side. But this yeah. time he did. But but in Indiana Jones, it was an act of uh, betrayal. And in this, Milos, I think, was just dumb and just he was left being it a dick. Yeah, he was just being a dick. Um, and Bart Sable it said, it said Bart Sable just push over a tree. Yeah, and uh, uses that a uses it as a bridge for him and Lisa to cross. Yeah, and so Bart, Lisa, and Milhouse find a cave and hide in it. And Lisa's like, "We should be safe in the cave." And Nelson's like, "They're trapped in the cave." <laughs> <laughs> and so move in for the kill. And Lisa's like, "Figs." <laughs> and. Uh, uh, Lisa tells them to stop because they're in violation of the Model UN Charter. And the other kids uh, stop, and Lisa says, uh, the UN doesn't look kindly on this. And Elsa points out the monster. He's like, behind you, there's a monster. And the monster we see is a boar, and it chases the kids out of the cave. Yeah. And uh, so the kids hide behind a giant rock. And Martin points out that the monster is nothing but a wild boar. And Bart points out a bag of chippos on the boar's tusk. Yeah. So clearly it was not uh it was not Millhouse. Millhouse yeah. uh did not eat the food. And they all apologized to Millhouse because yeah. I mean, obviously he uh did not do it. And he was like Sorry about that whole trying to kill you thing. <laughs> <laughs> and so Milos says uh, uh, Nelson should be sorry. And Milos confesses that he only stole two sandwiches and a bag of Doritos. <laughs> so he ate some of the food. Yep. But remember remember back at the beginning when Milhouse burped and Milhouse oh, smelled nacho cheese? Yeah. He would he, he I mean, he had a leg to stand on. Yeah. He ate, he ate Doritos. And so Lisa realizes that if a boar can survive on the island, there must be a source of food. He's like, look, he's licking that slime off the rock. <laughs> <laughs> There's enough slime for everyone. And clearly they were not all going to eat slime. No. So the kids kill and cook the boar. But we all nice. knew Lisa wasn't going to eat the boar anyways because she's a vegetarian. Yeah. Correct. And Nelson says, all that slime made the boar extra tender. Or... <laughs> <laughs> Bart asks Lisa how her dinner is. Like, yeah, shut up. Yeah. And she licks the slime and calls all the the other kids savages. (laughs) (laughs) So one thing I do like to point out, obviously we mentioned early on that this uh, was a reference to uh, Lord of the Flies, where, you know, the kid, where their kids are trapped on an Island break down in law and order, which they kind of did. But the one thing that uh, was different. The main diversion was while the episode showed kids uh, living in peace, the novel had the boys' war broken up yeah, um, and were rescued by a Navy ship. Yeah. Which was ironically in the middle of a war itself. So, a yeah. little bit of a diversion in the whole Lord of the Flies story. Yeah. But then we get a narration by the one and only 
James Earl Jones. Yeah. It's like, so the children learned to function as a society. And eventually they were rescued by, oh, let's say Mo. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's funny to think about because obviously in the book, they're rescued by a Navy ship that just so happened to stumble upon the island. And I'm guessing they just didn't want to do that. They just didn't want to. Okay. So obviously we have the narrator. It's never mentioned how the children actually got rescued. Uh, This episode uses the standard cartoon quick fix by saying Mo somehow managed to rescue everyone. Um, Yeah. According to audio commentary for this episode, the ending was rushed due to the fact that the episode would have gone on forever if they showed oh, yeah. all the children leaving the <laughs> island. Yeah. <laughs> they could have done a part two, like who shot Mr. Burns. <laughs> Maybe. But no, I, oh my God. I just love the fact that the ending, I, I, the ending's great. I love that they got James Earl Jones to do it. Like, yeah. That's, that's, that's fucking fantastic. But I, I like this episode. Oh, not my favorite. But it's great. I do like yeah. it. I'm going to do four uh, sprinkles. Um, the auto auto just getting picked up by a fisherman. Dude's fucking gone, but I'm sure he'll be back. Oh, who rescued Who rescued Otto? Was it Mo too? Yeah, Mo no, rescued Otto fisherman. What's that? The Chinese fisherman. No, remember, he's a slave laborer now. So uh, someone had to rescue him unless he just escaped. Maybe he just escaped. But uh, the, ending's, the ending's good. I, I like the guy said, we were crunched for time and it would have taken forever to figure it out. I mean, it's okay. Uh, the whole UN bit, the fact that no one went on this trip, any other yeah. adults went on this trip without the kids, kind of weird. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's where you're going with the whole Lord of the Flies thing. How do you, how do we get to the whole Lord of the Flies yeah. thing? Um, I don't know. I mean, it's a decent episode. I, there's a lot of funny bits. The yeah. fact that Lisa has to lick slime at the end. I mean, that's pretty good. So, yeah. I mean, not my favorite episode, but very funny. I'm going to go for Sprinkles. Yeah, this is a fantastic episode. I really like it. Um, the whole, I like the beginning, too, with the whole uh, Noah's Ark movie. And it's kind of how, like, the episode just begins. Yeah. And it has, sitting there watching a movie. But it has, like, no bearing on the rest of the episode. No, but it. Kick, well, yeah, it did, it really did it. Just the just because they stayed up really late and they still went, they still yeah. went to school. Like there was the, nothing. That, about... that entire like first two minutes could have been cut out and would have had. It's like it's like Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark. He had no bearing on that movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, yep. but it's still a good bit. It's really good. Uh, yeah, for mm, sprinkles, I. Uh, I, I love the, it tastes like burning. Yeah. <laughs> that's great. Yeah, that's great. Uh, Ralph always gets the, I, I like that he was Canada. Like, there's a lot of good, like, yeah. pieces. Like, I like that he was Canada. I mean, go banana. It tastes oh, like burning. Ralph had some great lines this episode. He did. Let's not forget that. Ralph yeah. had some great lines this episode. Yeah. So uh, let's finish it off with our character profile. This week we have Wendell. I wonder if there's a Lewis in here somewhere. Um, but this Maybe. week we got Wendell. Uh, typical state of being. Nauseous. And we saw that through that bus ride. Like, in the, he yeah. sat in the front of the bus. And we saw him kind of like, it's like, when's he going to get sick? When's he going to throw up? And he's sometimes dizzy. Uh, most dangerous. 
on field trip bus rides. <laughs> uh, pet peeves, gear shifting, and back slapping. Yeah. <laughs> and often seen with Richard and Lewis. Yep. Short and sweet today. Um, so thank you guys for checking us out. Uh, like always, you can find all of our podcasts on uh, Spotify, Apple Music, iHeartRadio. You can find us on YouTube Music. Uh, make sure to like, subscribe, comment, give us a rate and review, all the fun things, no matter what podcasting platform you listen on. Um, if you want to watch our backlog episodes, we are on YouTube. You can watch the videos on there. Um, you can find us on social media, on Instagram, The Simpsons Today Pod. Same thing on uh, Threads. You can also find us on uh, Twitter, The Simpsons Did It. I'm sorry, Simpsons Did It PC. Um, if you guys like to leave some feedback, uh, send us an email, The Simpsons Did It Pod at gmail.com. Or even better, give us a phone call, 612-584-0986. And leave us a voicemail message on what you like and don't like and want to see more of on the podcast. So yep. until next time, I'm Steven Skolansky. And I'm Robert Skolansky. And this has been The Simpsons Did It. <laughs>